America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to Corey Has a Podcast. It is a brand new week. Getting ready for a brand new week, lacing up your shoes, pulling your knee-high socks all the way up to your knees, getting ready to walk out of the house and just take the fucking world by the balls and let the world know who's boss. Speaking of boss, we've been watching Undercover Boss, and it's actually pretty interesting. I tried, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, like, watch other shit. I'm trying to not, I'm trying to, like, steer away from reality shows a little bit, but this shit, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm not ashamed anymore. I enjoy reality TV. I'm going to admit that right now in 2020. Um, funny enough, actually, I got to <clears throat> I gotta kind of shit on myself a little bit. Last week, I was like, yo, I'm going to record because I'm fucking hype. I recorded an episode of this here show. I am the show proprietor of this here delicatessen. I uh, recorded an episode of the show in which I added a pop filter to my microphone. Now, if you don't know what a pop filter is, it's basically uh, kind of like a... It's like a mask that you would wear. It's almost like going to confession, you know? Like, I could kind of see the microphone through it. Like, the microphone is the priest, and I'm talking. I'm speaking my deepest, darkest truths through this pop filter. But really, the purpose of a pop filter is to uh, not make you pop so much. So when you say, like, P's and S's and T's and shit like that, I don't know if I do that, but for the sake of making it not difficult for you to listen to, maybe I'll try this out, right? So that's what I was thinking. That's where my head was at. And uh, I've been podcasting for a while, for a couple of years. Um, And I put the, (laughs) I faced the microphone in the opposite direction. Now, just to paint you guys a picture, when I'm recording this show, I'm not, like, I don't even have an imaginary friend sitting here. I'm, I'm literally staring at a gray wall. Like, I'm staring directly at a wall. So essentially, you're listening to a man talk to himself for 20 minutes. But actually, that's not true because I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Um, I just found out that cats can get COVID-19. And I had a hard enough time putting a fucking collar on this cat. So definitely not going to even try the mask thing. Um, I uh, It's been, you know, things are opening up now, which is cool. It's kind of scary, you know, because... COVID is fucking spiking again in certain places like Florida, which are we surprised? Like Florida just can't seem to figure it out. And I know some good people from Florida, but I mean, come on. Florida is also very easy to make fun of. It's very hot. It's very uncomfortable. Um, a lot of fucking crazy motherfuckers. Remember when, remember when fucking bath salts came out? And we thought that the zombie apocalypse was about to happen. And that dude in Florida got found eating that other dude's fucking face like a zombie. That's that Florida shit, man. That's the kind of shit that goes down in Florida. Unless you're in Miami. You know, do I want to worry about uh, going into the backyard and running into a fucking alligator? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, that's like running into a dinosaur to me. Like, I just don't have any desire to do that. Um, It's so funny. I was thinking about some shit that happened to me when I was a kid one day. And I was just watching the show Undercover Boss, (laughs) where the CEO of 7-Eleven 
went in to work at 7-Eleven undercover. And this is how he went undercover. I'm going to explain this to you. This man is a CEO, you know, white dude, soft chin, receding hairline. I'll say balding. And, um, you know, he's in a baggy, ill-fitting suit. I judge suits pretty hard because I worked in fashion for a long time. Uh, But so this guy's in a suit. And he changes out of his suit to go undercover. And I'm not talking about like Batman undercover where he's covering most of his face. I'm talking like Superman undercover where he just puts on a pair of fucking glasses. And all of a sudden we don't recognize him anymore. Right? So this man goes to... uh, Where does he go? Oh, so he goes to work at 7-Eleven. And he's, he, he gets a little scruffy and he puts on a regular working man's t-shirt and he also puts on a pair of fucking dad jeans, like, but you know, like the kind of jeans that they sell at Kmart, you know, like Wranglers, like that's his whole, that's his vibe. That's his fucking look. And uh, he goes in there, he works and he starts realizing, yo, maybe my, the working conditions here are not so great. You know, there's lights out. It's, this is a 7-Eleven, people. This is not like a luxury boutique. There's, you can think of any 7-Eleven that you'd like to go to, and, that's, and they pretty much kind of are consistently the same, which is impressive, actually. Consistency is everything in everything you do. Consistency is key. I don't give a fuck what it is. Because if I walked into two different 7-Elevens in my neighborhood, and they seemed like a different place, then I feel like 7-Eleven is not doing their fucking job. But this man works 7-Eleven. He realizes that the, you know, just like the, the, sh- the stores kind of, you know, shit was a mess and shit wasn't working and the, the doors were fucked up and all this shit. And he's like, well, I got to I got to fix this. So he um, has this big reveal at the end where he comes out, he shaves finally and he takes off his Wranglers from Kmart and he comes out and he goes, look, it's been me the whole time. And everybody's like, whoa, and he's talking to the people. You know, there's this one black dude, and he had a fucking rat tail. So this was what brings me to where my brain went. Because when I was a kid, I had a rat tail. If you don't know what a rat tail is, it's different for everybody. And you could actually put a rat tail on any different side of your head that you want. I didn't know. I actually had a rat tail at the bottom of the back of my head, and my mom braided it. And the shit started getting kind of long, you know? Personally, not a huge fan. But I also was never a kid that liked long hair. There's always like, there's, I feel like there's two kinds of dudes in this world. There's dudes that want long hair, and there's dudes that fucking just don't. And I don't. I appreciate it. I think it's cool. I don't want long hair. So I had this rat tail, right? Which looked really fucking dumb because I had like a Caesar haircut. It's just basically like almost bald all around. Boom, rat tail out of fucking nowhere, you know, and uh, my dad hated it, <laughs> so my dad would come pick me up on every Sunday, like on, uh, like he would pick me up at like 11 a.m., and I would spend the day with him, you know, because my parents weren't together, and uh, he picked me up one day, I remember this shit, I'll never forget this, soon as we got in the house, he takes me into the back room, doesn't that sound bad, he takes me into the back room, sits me on a stool, Walks out of the room 
I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He walks back in the room with scissors, chops off my rat tail. Boom. I was cool. I was happy about it, to be honest. But I knew in my mind that my mom was going to lose her fucking mind. But I was cool with it. And she did. She was very upset. Um, but I feel like we should we should ask. You should ask your kid, like, do you like this? You know? Because I thought Star Wars and shit was cool. But did I want a rat tail? Like, I was some young fucking fake Padawan. Little Jedi kid. No. I didn't like it. I wasn't into it. So yeah, the undercover boss guy, he comes in, he works with the people, he gets down in the field, gets his elbows, fucking rolls up his sleeves and gets his hands dirty and realizes, holy shit, like I'm at the top, I don't really do a lot except sit on my ass all day and answer the phone, maybe, somebody actually answers the phone and tells me who it is and then I decide whether or not I want to talk to them because that's the nature of my job, which is cool, honestly, I'm I'm not shitting on that, like if... If I could do that, I would. Somebody said, Corey, would you like to be the CEO of that? I'd be like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Put me in. Put me in, coach. Uh, yeah, so that's what, that's what he gets down in the fucking trenches and he starts working with these these people that essentially um, keep his business running. I mean, 7-Eleven has like thousands of stores in the United States. But this guy uh, realized that there needed to be change. You ever work at a job and the fucking corporate people come in and every, anytime you work at a place where you guys have corporate partners or like obviously like corporate, you have like some some kind of corporate situation where you're at a store level and corporate comes in and everybody gets all fucking like, oh my God, like it's like your fucking parents are coming over or some shit or you, you know, it's like you got to act like shit is cool. Like if you're if you're a manager and you suck as a manager, you gotta act like you're a good manager. All of a sudden, you gotta act like you're not a fucking annoying micromanager. You know the kind of person that you fucking feel like uncomfortable even stepping off the floor to go to the bathroom kind of manager. Um, <clears throat> and then corporate comes in, and then they say all this shit about how they're gonna make all these changes because they're excited but they don't know what it's like to deal with assholes every day and be like in the fucking trenches so that's why undercover boss is cool because it like kind of puts uh it kind of gives the people that are higher up like the feeling of like oh man this is it makes you it makes them appreciate i think their workers more i hope it's real that's one of those reality shows that i hope is fucking real i really do <laughs> you know, I've had many a many of evenings where I've walked out of the bar and stopped at Seven Eleven. It was like a mandatory thing on my way home. I think they're running a fine uh, business, and they got some great establishments <laughs> throughout the country. You know, what do I get? What do I? It depends. You know, I used to be a trail mix guy. I would go in there and I would get the fucking trail, and then I would actually go on a Seven Eleven tour. Sometimes, because I'm so tunnel vision on what I want, I've always been this way. So, like, if I want planters, tropical fruit and nut mix, trail mix, it's got the light blue label. This is a real fucking thing. And they don't have it at the 7 Eleven on this street. I will walk a couple of fucking avenues out of my way to a 7 Eleven that I know will have it. <laughs> 
you know, I've always been like that, always. I remember this one time when I was a kid, actually, because <laughs> I, I just want what I want, right? I remember one time I felt bad about this. I actually tricked my parents into buying me the same action figure just so I could have a play one and a pristine one. And um, they found out about it. But mostly they were just confused. They weren't mad. They were like, why do you want two of the same thing? And I don't think I did a good job at explaining it. I don't think I've got, I don't think I got very good at explaining myself until I got older. Because I spent my whole life feeling like I was going to get in trouble for something. Which is wild. It's like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like partially going to Catholic school most of my life. I kind of. I think it's really weird, and I had a conversation with a buddy about this recently, like, yo, I feel like you kind of get taught to always feel guilty or, like, a suspect all the fucking time, you know, not always, and I'm not trying to shit on Catholic school, even though I don't know if I would send my kids to Catholic, I don't know yet, I'm not in that position, but... Yo, you just kind of get this feeling of like, yo, like, am I doing something wrong right now? And it stays with you to the point where it could stop you from actually doing great things or having fun or just being fucking cool for a second. You know, I think we all start at zero when you come out of the womb. And and this is not necessarily... Uh, considering people's financial status or anything like that or, or or like class level. You start at zero, you know? You're just a fucking blank canvas. And you get all this shit. Your head just gets filled with everything that the people who are taking care of you want you to know. You know, I think it's amazing right now um, what what's going on with like the Black Lives Matter movement and all that shit because <clears throat> I'm having conversations with my f- white friends that are like, yo, I didn't even know about this shit. Like I didn't know that certain things happened or that you or people of color had to deal with. I think it's like, yo, yo, the most important thing in the world is being able to have to open discussions that shit to me is like very powerful because you also can't get mad at a motherfucker who just simply has no idea what you're talking about. You know, you got to fucking listen. Yo, I'm always going to preach that shit. Always. Always. Also, did you guys know that corned beef has no corn in it? I always used to think there was this kid that I used to know in fucking like elementary school. He was always talking about corned beef at the time. I didn't really understand corned beef. And I'm and I kind of probably sound like an idiot saying that, but I didn't. I thought that it was like beef that had actually had something to do with corn. Turns out, no. It's just salty ass brisket. That's what it is. You're eating salty brisket. And it is delicious, you know? I was more of a Cuban, not a Reuben kind of guy. But I'm sure you could like both. You know, who's to say that you can't like both? You could like everything. And that's why we're in a very important time. Because the rules are changing. 
all the standards are being like flipped on their ears like yo what the fuck like i thought it was supposed to just be like this it's like nope it could also be like this and that's totally cool whatever was normal wasn't necessarily working for everybody and that's what we're doing that's what we're doing now it's, I think it's really fucking dope and we should all be excited, you know? And yeah, would I be bummed if I got COVID-19? Yes, because now I got to be afraid of coming home and giving that shit to my cat. And she's all up in my shit, you know? I can't fucking I sit down. She's in between my legs. She's fucking like in my face when I'm laying up. Like, I can't do shit. So then we'll all have it. And you know what they say? You know what they say. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, we've been really into this undercover boss thing, though. If you could go undercover anywhere and fucking, like, what if you, do you, have you ever been a boss? I want, I want bosses to listen to this and I want to hear about their experience of being a boss. Do you think you're a good boss? Because I think it takes a lot to, uh be in charge of other people, you know, like, it takes a lot, like, your head has to be in a different place, and I think simply thinking that you should be in charge is not enough, I think if you think you should be in charge, you fucking probably shouldn't, you know, like, because I've had some shit bosses, man, I've had some good ones, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking get into specifics, but I have some real shit bosses, you know, you know, it's a bad boss, a boss that fucking tries to get too involved in your personal life. That's not a good boss. We don't like them, but they're around. And they will try to get... But you know what? It's also experience, right? When you're younger, you don't really think anything of it. Some people some people can get involved in your personal life. And um, it's totally cool. But some people get involved in your personal life. And then you make one slip up, and then they use that shit against you. So you got to be kind of on guard with that shit. Protect yourself, fool. Protect yourself. All kinds of ways. There's all kinds of ways to protect yourself. You could use a shield. You could use goggles. You could use gloves. You could wear boots that go fucking up to your calves because you don't want the mosquitoes to get in there. And fucking give you the West Nile virus. What happened to that? What happened to the West Nile virus? Right? What happened to all the diseases when we were a kid? Right? They're just gone now. Or you can just get them and it doesn't matter. They don't do anything. It's like a dog that used to bite everybody and all of a sudden it doesn't have any teeth anymore. But it still tries to bite you. It doesn't really hurt, but it's kind of annoying. Shit's always, it's constantly going to be changing and evolving, just like you, you know? There was a point in time where you could fucking, you, you couldn't grow a beard. Now you got a beard, you know? There's a point in time where you used to be able to sing. Now you can't sing anymore because you fucking drank too much and smoked too much. But you're happy with your life. Because you decided to have fun. Fuck singing. Who needs to sing? I don't want to sing. I sing karaoke. 
I'll, I'll pull up on a karaoke fucking bar right now. And I got a couple of go-tos too. Bust out your go-tos. Cause that's what you're gonna that's what you're gonna do. Yo, I, I, I fucking have killed in karaoke. And then I've tried and I've tried to like make lightning strike twice. It doesn't it doesn't work. So I'm gonna give you guys a bit a bit of advice. If you do a karaoke song, you gotta go for like a classic rock. Or you might be able to do a soul. If you can if you got the fucking pipes. And you can hit some notes. You know, my mom, she fucking, she'll kill it with a Whitney Houston or a fucking Mary J. Blige. She'll kill it. You know. But uh, if that's your go-to, don't do the same song twice in the same night. No matter if you sat there watching and observing everybody at the bar. And go, alright, these people filtered out. Now there's new people in. They haven't seen me perform this yet. So here I go. This is for them. That's when you start thinking like that. When you start thinking they need to hear this, maybe they don't. I remember when I was uh, <laughs> taking improv classes. One of my teachers, Chris Griggs, he said, "It's it's." He said a thing about sometimes you're on the side and you just want to jump into the scene and shit, thinking, "Yeah, you know what this scene needs right now, me." And yo, sometimes it fucking doesn't, and that's totally cool. You got to be comfortable. Enough to know that you got to let other motherfuckers shine. Because I've never been a hater in my fucking life. You know, when people tell me good news and shit that's happening to them, I get fucking genuinely happy. And I think that's the thing that people need to practice. Because if, if you're the type of person that if somebody gives you good news or tells you that something good happened to them, and you start immediately thinking, well, why the fuck didn't this happen to me? Then you need to fucking reevaluate your situation because that's not how you treat your fucking friends, you know? And I'm gonna leave you here with this tidbit right here. Go out there and fucking run for the hills and shoot for the stars, baby, because there's gold in them dar hills. Good night. Thank you.